Okay, we're recording. Slay. Slay. Well, welcome back, guys. Hello. What's happened that's impeded the ability for us to record another podcast, including me being in uh, seven-day isolation twice since our last recording, but we're here... We're back to provide some amazing content for all of our devoted fans. Thank you so much for tuning in again. We're very excited to be here. Yeah, we've just been incapacitated from music festivals and university. And And COVID and and laryngitis. (laughs) And laryngitis too. Laziness, Uh, you know. I lost my voice for a bit. I still can't really modulate my voice. I can't go too high. That's kind of hard though. It's like your permanent vocal fry. What's new? What's new? Yeah, I know. But like, it means that I can't like sing along to my favorite Blade songs because I can't hit the high notes because my voice just like fizzles out. But (laughs) what can you do? Mm. I sound very dark, mysterious and sexy, so it's fine. But you always have like a vocal fry. Yeah. In general. I do. You're lucky I don't have one and I I, like sound stupid if I like force it. So You walk around with a vocoder so you can intonate mechanically yeah you're right i would love that i would love to see you do that <laughs> i don't even know how i did i develop a vocal fry or is it natural i actually don't know no you've always had one <laughs> yeah i think i think so because <laughs> you say things like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's um, just your voice yeah which is which is nice good. thank you i try my hardest it's a good voice love that for me yeah um, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. Um, at all. A lot so, has happened. It's just that we don't particularly care about most of it. I uh, was like itching to record a podcast for so long because I had so much to say and then it's been so long I've forgotten everything. Um, but I do have some notes. Yeah, since, since we last recorded we became professional doofers. Yeah, so. in that we went to we went to see Prophecy Girl, who's a DJ, at somewhere charlie xcx vroom vroom night at the prince, prince Vandering in st kilda yeah, yeah. i hate st kilda st kilda's scary yeah, is that like <laughs> classes to say that i'm scared of st kilda <laughs> no it's normal like there's there's like the top fucking like stab rate city in victoria right? that place scares the shit out of me not yeah. even just the crackheads i just don't really like being out at night near the beach mm-hmm. like regardless of where it is yeah because you could drown yeah exactly <laughs> For real. And I've we seen did. so many needles on that beach. Oh, no, that that beach is, like, mostly needles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. We did meet me. a crackhead on that night. Which one? The guy at the end, when we came outside, he was just, like, Eminem in the vending machine. Oh, yeah, this, uh, I don't think it was a crackhead. There was a guy that walked up to us after we I think he was just a drunk venue. guy, maybe. Yeah, he. I think he was just severely inebriated. A guy walked up to us <laughs> with a beer in each hand. He was double parked and just started speaking in rhyme to us. It but was like, sort of, I like... I think it was pre-prepared. Like, he, it was... He was not threatening at all. No, no, he was really nice, yeah. but, like, was I was very, very confused as whether he was giving, like, a pre-prepared speech, because it all sounded really coherent, and he... But he was also, like, responding to things we would say in, like... like In rhyme. In, in rhyme, <laughs> and it would make sense, and it was all, like... Pretty, but it was gibberish, yeah. yeah it and was fucked. At first, I thought he was, like, on meth, but then I guess he was just drunk. I think he was just drunk, which is quite out of character for Kilda, but, you know, every so often, yeah. something surprises you. <laughs> anyway, the show we saw was really good. The DJ, like, as soon as we walked in, I heard, like, we had, like, the baseline of Chun-Li, and we were like, oh, we're in the right place. And then they started playing... Video games was the yeah, first thing we heard. It, it was a mix of Charlie XCX's Unlocked Instrumental with the <laughs> vocals for video games by Leonard Ray, and I started weeping, screaming, and crying. And then I started weeping, screaming, and crying when I went to go get some water, oh which God. was really close, and then I heard, like, the Twilight Bella's Lullaby theme start playing, and I, like, dropped the water on the poor waiter, but, and then I ran back. Aisha, literally, I, I didn't know what it was. I was asking around because I haven't seen Twilight, you know, woe is me. 
And then suddenly Aisha runs up to me, tears in her eyes screaming, clutches me, and she's like, it's Twilight! <laughs> like, screams it out, and then just starts weeping and dancing, and I was like, what is going on? It was so good. It's, um, on, like, not that, it's on uh, SoundCloud, but, like, the Twilight part is on SoundCloud, on Prophecy Girl SoundCloud. It's, like, her acid princess bath something. I don't yeah. know what it's called, but it's pretty good. You should listen to it. It's funny. You found a DJ that, like, uses the exact same references that you do. Literally every single thing was, like, something. I was like, if I was a DJ, like, after Pitch, when I was going through my I want to be a DJ phase, which lasted about 20 seconds, mm. like, I was like, these are the things I would, like, mix into my set, and, like, they, like, systematically check them all off. Yeah. The other one is James James good. James. James. Did you get tickets to his show? Mm -hmm. Oh, you should have told me. I might have gone. Oh, that we might be able to get you a ticket, like through friends or or something. Oh, do you have connections? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've. I think friends. Yeah, friends in DJ places. (laughs) (laughs) If not, we'll keep a lookout because that'd be fun. Yeah, Yeah. I, I, I mean to go and see him live. I haven't seen him live yet. James, James, when we, I, I was recording it, being like, I have to send this to Tom, but I obviously had. We both just looked at each other. We're like, like, we wish Tom was here because like two on two started playing. It was just so good, and then Cryfy was playing, and it was. James, James, James is a DJ that always throughout the entirety of a set has like a handbag that he holds up in the other hand that he's not using on the Pioneer DJ set, which I think is really camp and really hot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's awesome. He's like a full character. Um, yeah, James and James was like the Asia set of like pitch, like yeah. for sure. That was like my kind of music. But then my other highlights, because I'm not like a techno person, I never have been. But I just realized techno is just like any other music in that there are some good things that I enjoy. Yeah. So like now I like it. I also liked X Club, which I had seen previously, so I already knew that they existed. Mm. And then they were so good, and my body ached the day after because I was just vibrating for like six hours. Mm. And then Skin on Skin was really good too. Yeah, Skin on Skin. All my friends love Skin on Skin. Yeah. yeah. X Club had Asia tweaking. If that's how you know they're good. Yeah, and I, if you don't know me, I'm not a tweaker. Yeah. Like for sure, definitely. <laughs> I'm not a tweaker. I'm not a tweaker. Yeah, Asia tweaking is unheard of. Yeah, exactly. I'm very classy. <laughs> <laughs> like we were in our tent, like literally like a kilometer away from the wherever the DJs were playing, and it was like 3 a.m. and we could still hear like the bass like hitting really loud from the tent and when we came back we all had like vertigo and tinnitus and couldn't sleep and it was a really good experience yeah Yeah. we had a two-week recovery i reckon after that it was gross honestly yeah it's more the lack of sleep because like we underestimated how tough the conditions would be at (laughs) night for real straight up it was like five degrees yeah you were fighting for your life out there for real (laughs) you were playing survival i had i had proper like uh hiking sleeping bags that like keep you warm up to like five degrees and we we're still pretty cold well it was cold and it was so dusty like you'd breathe in dust it was gross if you go to pitch make sure you bring a mask for sure because it's just it's impossible to breathe i've never been to a three-day festival i really want to go to one i'd never been to a festival yeah. period before. you'd love it but funny enough we were like relaxing that tent one time and this guy behind us oh my was god like djing on his like friend group uh his friend groups like they'll sit around a circle listening to music and it was just like talking about all the songs he was playing and it was playing like japanese hyper pop and like explaining the origins and then playing like k-pop and we were like this is like Charlie's alternate here. dimension tom and us like if it was us but like parallel universe this guy was for real you just like mansplaining a bunch of weird shit was- like really like niche like pop references and stuff and he's like 
I like don't like this song, but then it grew on me and like blah blah blah. And oh, I was like, yeah, oh my god, it's so baby. If I was trying to yeah. relax in my tent, I would probably kill that guy on sight. <laughs> <laughs> it was just <laughs> definitely me. At the it was like a part. podcast for us. Yeah, we were oh, just lying god. in our tent and we couldn't see them. We were just listening. And we we're like, this is like if we were listening to ourselves talk. But mm. it was good. I feel so bad trying to get anybody into anything I like because it definitely devolves into me just like mansplaining everything about a very niche topic to anyone. <laughs> no, I love it. Mansplain away. No, that's good. That's how, how I learned It's direct. Things. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like the info dump, but like the the info dump that's accompanied by like supporting media, like you send someone a link to the music video and then explain like what the music video is about or something, mm. you know, you provide the, the uh, accompanying information they need. I feel like you either give like you're either an over explainer or you reply in like a selfie. Yeah. No context. Like when you either send like a lot of information about something, which is like usually very helpful, or like I ask you a question, you send a selfie <laughs> in response. Yeah, when I'm lazy, I just do a selfie because it sort of conveys a thousand emotions, really, doesn't it? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like I if I if I can't be bothered typing in a full response, I just send like a surprise selfie or like a sad selfie or a confused. <laughs> no, but it's also for things that like need responses. When I'm like, hey, when are you free? And it's a selfie. I'm like that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the surrounding. Look at the surrounding area. Am yeah, I well, out? Am how I do you justify that, <laughs> yeah, Mr. <true>. Tom? <laughs> bad. Getting bad. called out on, on air. Exactly, live on air. Honestly, I'm fighting for my life out here. <laughs> um, speaking of music, does anyone have anything from the Grammys that they'd like to mention? Oh, uh, look, it was happen? honestly it was such a lukewarm Grammys. Like nothing offensively bad happened, which sucks because that's when like you can actually talk about something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at any of like the winners it's just i don't particularly care about any of the winners either i didn't yeah. know the guy that won you know the I'm one John that, Batiste. yeah that, that guy i really don't know who he, he is. made one famous song and i don't know what it is i don't know who he is bruno mars really him. hot smoking yeah the, like, he looked so hot the silk sonic uh, award reception yeah, was, was, was a highlight of i liked it that was the only part we watched actually <laughs> yeah. we turned on the tv and they won i know that um kirby won an award like the yeah. little pink Nintendo character. Oh, oh really? I thought you meant like Pierre Mosque. <laughs> no, not Kirby Jean Raymond, sadly. Hip hop designer. Hip hop designer. They did like an in memoriam for all of the, you know, artists that passed away in the last year and they listed Virgil Abloh, you know, like the lead designer of men's Louis Vuitton as <laughs> quote unquote hip-hop fashion designer <laughs> which is just racist really is, it, is that not just blatantly racist yeah, yeah. it definitely that, is that's the grammys for you every year there's something like that like any, any sort of notable black fashion designer immediately gets reduced to hip-hop fashion designer or tyler was an urban oh my god tyler just makes basically pop music at this point was like best hip-hop album best urban it, it, it album it was like, urban right i remember being like what the f- who like, uses that word igor is just anything? pop igor is straight up just pop and they're like urban <laughs> what does that mean I'm obsessed my two favorite words, urban and oriental. I do love oriental. I love oriental. Camp. Oriental's hilarious. Yeah, orientalism. I love when things are oriental flavored, like oriental noodles. Like, what does that mean? Nothing, but I love it. There are so many other, like, Grammy categories that do the same thing. Like, best world music. What does that mean? What, yeah, what does world music mean? I don't know. It exclusively refers to, like, African and Caribbean music, by the mm-hmm. way. Except they don't say the same world. Just like how urban refers to, like, R&B and hip-hop, but they can't say that it's Urban and music. it would be like distinctly less racist if they said like best African music. Oh like, my that's, god, like, I don't get it. It's so stupid. so dumb. Yeah, the the rest of the world should just make like a new music competition because there's like better music going on outside of US like collectively mm-hmm. than there is going on in US alone. I mean, the Grammys is incredibly American centric. I don't really understand why it's seen as the pinnacle of like. I mean, it's not that's really everything anymore, though. But... Like the Grammys, the Oscars are all American centric. Exactly. And they all suck. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. they all don't do anything. Like, everyone only cares about getting the Grammy, except if you're not an American artist or don't blow up in America, you're not going to get it. Like, Kylie, who's incredibly mm-hmm. successful in the UK and Australia, two other massive Western nations, has one Grammy win. Yeah. Like, make it make sense. Katy Perry has no Grammys. Yeah, that's disgustingly sad. Like, mm-hmm. Teenage Dream. Teenage Dream, <laughs> 100%. Five number one singles from that. What beat Teenage Dream that year? I don't remember. I, I, was, it, was she nominated? Surely she was nominated what? at least, right? Um, I'm not sure. I'll look do some up. research. Um, in the meantime, what did you do today, Tom? Um, what did I do? What did I do? I went to the NGV because I haven't been there in like three years and I was bored. So that was fun. There is a Chanel exhibition on that I want to go see, except it costs $27 and I didn't want to pay that today. I wasn't in the mood. But they do have a free queer exhibition, which I went to, which I thought was quite interesting. Um... There was a really, really awful photo of Kylie that I was annoyed at because why would you not put more Kylie in a queer exhibition? It was bad? The Kylie photo? It was, like, fine. Like, I couldn't oh. even tell it was Kylie until I read the thing. Was and I was just, like... Was it just Kylie and, like, not in a look or anything? It, it was, was just, like, her on stage. Oh, and I was yeah. like, this is fine. Like, yeah. why didn't they get, like, one of Kylie's looks? That's yeah. my million-dollar question there. Um, album of the year in 2011 was Arcade Fire. The like, suburbs. The suburbs. Oh, who fucking cares? Boo, boo. Yeah, so that, that's your answer. No one's talking about that album anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, lol. Damn, that's crazy. They had, um... They had a lot of really cool fashion looks, though. They had one of the early Vivian Westwood, Malcolm McLaren, like, outfits that I thought was really cute. They had, um... God, who was that club kid that I was talking to you? Lee before? Bowery. They had some Lee Bowery looks, which I thought was great. Especially because Lee Bowery is actually Australian, even though he's mostly known for being a New York icon. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to see those. They had, um... They had, uh, that dress. The classic Versace black dress with the safety pins. Mm-hmm. So, I, w- I actually audibly gasped when I saw that, because I didn't Damn. think they would have that. Because that's, like, iconic dresses in history. That's, mm-hmm. like, number one. Mm-hmm. Or maybe number two if you count J-Lo, but I don't. So... The fucking horrible Versace green. That shit was so ugly. But, yeah, you know... That shit sucked the first time, and then even more the eight times. Oh, my God. Anyway. When J-Lo stomped down the runway, like, two <laughs> she, years ago. She's so, she can't walk. Uh, she's so beautiful, but she can't walk. Anyway. Queen. Queen of the point. world. Um, anyway, I would recommend the queer exhibit. It's free, so, you know, yeah, pop we should out. Go. <laughs> we should go on Thursday. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't get doxxed. <laughs> I have, um, I have a little list of things Fan that... made up on Thursday, come on, <laughs> get out the MGV. Yeah, if you guys want to meet and greet with us, we'll be at the MGV on Thursday. Um, uh, I have a little thing that says pod notes on my notes app, and the first thing I said was, Grimes, quote, the real problem is that there is no Illuminati, end quote. Can't ba- blame the devil because the devil is literally every institution around us. That's what I wrote. But that's because I watched the Hassan live stream uh, with Grimes and Nadia from Pussy Riot. Number one enemy of the pod. And it was so bad. Like, it was so hard to watch. I tried watching it four times, and then I eventually watched, like, the 20-minute, like, supercut version of it. <laughs> Hassan Parker is the number one enemy of the pod. Yeah. I hate that man with every fiber of my being. I think he's so irritating. I was getting so heated. Jordan can attest to this. Yeah. Like... Well, I'm, I'm pretty turned off now as well. Yeah, because he said some so much page. stupid shit. I like his videos when he's, like, reacting to, like... The, the Jubilee videos are like, just like harmless shit like that. I think it's when he's like, reacting to like the Met Gala looks and yeah, really stuff. wrong about everything. Exactly. And he has like no taste and wears <laughs> a disgusting pearl trailer. Yeah, he, he has some of the stupidest pop culture taste. Like the worst. Didn't he say that Charlie sucked? Yeah. <laughs> or something? Yeah. He's just like, so stupid. Like I'm so tired. I'm so tired. The thing that annoyed me, I told, I sent Tom a voice message, like a really heated one because the Amazon Union thing, like 
uh, Hassan, well, no, the guy that was a union leader got interviewed on the street and they asked him like, oh, so Chris Smalls, yeah. Yeah. Chris Christian. Chris Smalls. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Smalls. He was, um, like being interviewed on the street and he was asked like, oh, so what do you think about AOC? And he was like, oh, this is not like, he said like, I don't think about her. Like, this is not a win for her. It's a win for the workers. And Hassan like heard this and like went off and was Uh like, I love AOC, but like, not like that. Well, yeah, it's, it's not a win for AC because she didn't do shit at all. She didn't do all. anything. And she, yeah, Hassan tried to make it uh, like to be about Western uni- uh, left, leftist, leftist unity. unity. He was like, oh, this is why we never progress as progressives because like we always all this infighting. I'm like, it's not infighting to like... Also, the, the guy was just responding to a question. It's not infighting if AOC is a member of the elite and yeah. in power and not doing anything she's actually help the working like, class. She's literally like, at best, an advocate. She's not an ally. She doesn't do anything. No. Like, she's not... Do- whatever. And, like, apparently she, like, cancelled because of security reasons and then cancelled again because she was sick. And then, like, there's all this stuff, like, a few months before where she, like, said she was going to show up to some protest and then didn't and then went to the Met Gala instead. Wait, <laughs> that really ugly tax the rich dress. Oh, can we please stop putting words on dresses? <laughs> stop putting words on clothes. Like, this is... So ugly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just... It was just a lot. And so that got me really heated. Um... But yeah, back to the Grimes on Hassan thing. She said that the 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 worst thing about society is that there is no Illuminati. And I was like, I mean, period, she's right. She's right. Yeah. There really is no big bad. So we have to actually create big bads, which aren't real. Because our big bad is so dispersed and so like in everything that like you can't just pinpoint one thing and be like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like satanic panic style. It, it would be so much more helpful if we as a society actually had like a big bad to, you know, rebel against. But the problem is we don't. The big exactly. bad should be the US government. Like there's no deep state. There's no Illuminati. There's just like fat, stinky politicians. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's like pedophiles, but of course there are. They're in, they're in every single, you know, institution, institution. everywhere. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Right. Um, but that was my other thought. And another note I had was, um, oh, this is kind of boring. Just like the Will Smith and the Jada stuff. I don't care. I only care because um, the only thing that interests me about them is their Scientology background. Other than that, I'm not interested. Why does everyone feel like they have to have a take on this? That's my question. Right. It's okay to not care about things. You are allowed to not care about things. Why does this everyone like think... This a very valid thing to not care about. Why does too. everyone think this has to be a major deal? It's not. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are both absolutely cracked out of their minds and I just want them to fade into irrelevancy because I literally could not give less of a shit about either of them. So true. Yeah. Like, this isn't a big deal about, like, power dynamics or toxic masculinity or, like, relationships. It's not. It's They're, they're both irritating and I want them to die. Yeah, like, that's yeah. so annoying. You don't have to make like five pages of Instagram slides about the situation. I've seen like every take possible. I know. Oh, as well, no. it's like it's like he's the problem or she's the problem. Both of them are victims. Like I can't like it's just insane. Like any sort of you know vaguely delusional Instagram pseudo influencer that I follow for some reason has posted mm-hmm. numerous slides about this, and I'm like, really? You just you can just turn off the TV. I think the worst take I've heard so far is that like people. Good job. People were traumatized. I spilt my water. Yeah, sorry. And I was laughing. Sounds messy. Um, (laughs) Okay, move on. Sorry, I can't. Yeah, the worst take I heard was that, um, yeah, people were traumatized. Like, the audience was traumatized. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer was traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Schumer said she was traumatized. And then she said that she was going to go on stage and make a joke about um, Alec Baldwin shooting someone. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Amy Schumer is like a parody of herself. It's so funny. Amy Schumer's hilarious. She, like, 
I don't know. I don't when know she wanted to, it. like, get Vladimir Zelensky video called into the Oscars. Uh, as if he doesn't have better things to do. <laughs> like, not talking to rich people in America. Are those, yeah. like, Amy Schumer stunts, like, a psyop from her PR team? To, like, like, when keep she her fell on the floor in front of Kanye? Oh, that was so bad. Do you remember that? I don't know. I don't pay attention to Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scared me, Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back. Brandon's <laughs> own. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think she just sucks as a person. I don't think it's a PR stunt. Yeah. I think she's the Illuminati. <laughs> Amy yeah, Schumer. Yeah, she's the yeah. enemy. Amy Schumer is Amy Schumer, bad. Amy, she's Amy our, is she's our Marie Antoinette. Yeah, I don't know. She's Lip gonna be ass. ass. <laughs> oh, kill me. <laughs> that's that's something Amy Schumer would say too. <laughs> yeah, she's... I just go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, God, I just hate... I hate everyone. I hate <laughs> women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just well, a women head now that she's now tasteful like, misogyny. Yeah, tasteful yeah, misogyny. Yeah, like in bite-sized chunks. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I have nothing else to say. What else? Even oh, there was also the fact that BTS lost the best pop duo or group performance to Doja Cat and SZA, and ever like all the army Good. got really mad about it. Like, I actually casually like BTS, but Butter is such an awful song. Like, yeah. I'm not sure why you expected them to win. And Kiss Me More is great. Kiss Me More is great. One of the best songs of last year. Like, I just don't understand. I Obviously, ARMY is a, you know, a very devoted fan base and good for them, but, like, jobs are needed, really. If you're getting this mad mm-hmm. over the Grammys, like... You need some friends. Call up McDonald's and ask if they're hiring. Mm-hmm. Please. Do something better with your time. Yeah. They did look great, though. They were wearing, um... La- like Virgil's last season of Louis Vuitton men's yeah like four like seven like sort of matching suits they're very good at doing coordination mm-hmm. for outfits I have to say like all different takes on the same sort of design yeah they it's always, always yeah it's always they look fine I never like impressed I never <laughs> yeah. like wow they yeah. look great they look better than 90% of the men on the red carpet which yeah, is not saying yeah, not saying anything at all but yeah. you know I'll take what I can get it's been like a hundred years of the Grammys and red carpets and whatever, and still people are showing up in like ugly sneakers and like Converse. And just, There's really no it, like there. I've never seen a well-dressed man on the red carpet. There's either wearing a boring black and white suit, which or is like you know, wearing a horrific. dress for a statement, exactly, like, or so like uh, Billy Porter, who yeah. is like even worse. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so tired of Billy Porter. Really, give it up. I'm please. so tired of men in dresses. Ugh. Stop. Never looks good. <laughs> because. Ugh. Like, or wear a dress that's, like, made for your body. Not a dress that's made for a woman's not, body. Not a dress that you picked up off the American apparel discount rack. Yeah, exactly. Which is what You're apparently everyone does. And, yeah, I don't Harry know. Harry Styles is not, you know, fighting gender roles. He's getting the shit beat out of him by gender roles. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and like, always it's always awful. And one of my favorite designers, who was, like, this French, French nerd just designed the outfits for one of like uh harry styles newest music videos i can't tell you what the name of that is i'm not i don't follow him i know the album's called harry's house but i don't know what the song is called and then then, like the outfits are really bad and i'm really upset because i like the designer a lot and it's really disappointing to a see them dress harry and b see them dress harry badly like it was a bit of a mess those people aren't dressing for their body types and that bothers me yeah, it's it's sad. It's a sad epidemic. But uh, um, Jack Antonoff won Best Producer, Producer of the Year, which sure. like yeah, I mean yeah, he produced like a bunch of good albums and then Solar Power, but you know we don't talk about that one. I like the album cover. I think it's a good album cover. I, I feel like the, this is a delayed reward for his like recent years effort. 
I mean, even last year was really good. There released two, two really, really good, good line albums: "Daddy's Home" by St. Vincent, mm. "Slim" by Claro, which I really liked. Mm. Overall, pretty good. He released his own album, which also sucked, but whatever. <laughs> Bleachers. I didn't even know he made his own music. Yeah, Bleachers. Oh. He's also from uh, Fun. Yeah, I know those. Yeah, except those. I also I hate, hate Fun. Song. Yeah, I hate that one song. Yeah, that's oh, they, they had a second one as well, didn't they? That was also equally there was two bad. bad ones. I yeah, there was We Are Young, obviously, and then there was um, Some Nights. Yeah, which sucks balls. <laughs> Uh, yeah, both bad. He, he sort of is in this weird paradox where he can produce really, really good music for other people, but can't write his own songs for shit. That kind of makes really sense because like he has no charisma. But, so what, what exactly does Jack Antonoff bring to albums when he works on them with? Well, people? like there's videos of him working with Taylor Swift, and basically she just says something, and then he says something. And she's like, "Wow, that's really good," and then yeah. they put it in the song. I don't know. He makes things he's just like an ideas guy. I think he's like an ideas guy, and yeah. he like probably knows a lot about music theory and like mixing and shit. I don't know. Yeah. He just seems like a dog, but like, like, trust it, the process. Everything he, everything he touches seems to like at least be average, and if not really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I have no like real critiques. I think he looks like a nerd. Yeah. Like a nerd. You know. There was some. We got some cute photos of Jack with Lana and some Vincent together mm-hmm. at like the pre-party or something. I don't know. They were hanging out before the Oscars, except not the Oscars, the Grammys. Sorry. Except Lana didn't go. Although I guess like Jack and St. Vincent were nominated, so it makes sense that they were there. But like, come on, Lana, show up. Surely she was. Lana invited. Taylor Swift photo too. Oh, first Lana and Taylor photo since like 2013 or something. Yeah, it's been a while. Honestly, I thought they hated each other, so that was I surprising. Thought, well, I know Taylor likes Lana because Taylor like made a big deal about her in one of her first speeches and was like, "I have to thank Lana. She inspired me so much." Wow, that's really. And cute. then like, I've never heard Lana mention Taylor one time, so. <laughs> Lana's also like secretly dating Jack Donahue from Salem, which is like a electronic witch house gr- like group of musicians that very esoteric. And she's trying to keep it on the download, which I think is really funny. She only posts like very obscure photos of them together. She posted a video of them at the ball game or something, and she was like, "Oh my god, I love you." Uh, and also. Her, her secret boyfriend is a big fan of Drain Gang, so there's like a there's a pipeline here. We're one step away from Alana and Blade Club, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to great. see that. I think that would actually be really good. Mm-hmm. What? Who actually worked with anyone vaguely esoteric? Playboy Cardi, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Not really. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me Angel. <laughs> Miley and Ari. It's me, Miley, and Ari. If they I test me, they sorry. sorry. <laughs> God, that song really came and went, didn't it? Yeah. It's pretty awful. What happened to Jessie J? She died. <laughs> yeah, she went on. She was like a host on The Voice, and then like people hated her because her personality was shit. Oh, I'm, I don't know who she is. She's British, right? Yeah. She has that song "Price Tag." Yeah, being a host on The Voice is sort of a death knell for everyone's career except, except Ari. Ari. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I think no, we'll it see. Gave, we'll see what Ari does next. I think. It, yeah, you're right. I think it gave Kelly Clarkson a bit of a resurgence, though. Honestly. Oh, Kelly's doing quite well because like all the millennials like now tune into her talk show and stuff. Her talk show is the biggest show, right? The biggest talk show. I think now so. That, now that Ellen died. Now, now that Ellen's dead. Is Ellen actually over? I swear, everyone's saying Ellen's still, been cancelled for two years, but she's still like. No, it's air. um. They have, like, their YouTube channel posts all clips, I think. No, oh, it's still airing. It's definitely it still airing, yeah. I, I, saw, like, I saw a new interview on there like, recently. Yeah, I don't know. I can't say I pay close enough attention to Ellen to really understand what's going on. Yeah, shout out to Saatchi, because when we were 12, she was like, I don't trust that Ellen. Yeah. And then she was right. 
Um, but I think anyone could have kind of picked that. Like, I yeah. didn't really pay that much attention, but now that I know she's the devil, I see it in her eyes. <laughs> um, Portia's really hot though. Her wife. Oh yeah. I don't know if this was Isn't she other. Australian? She is Australian. Oh, wow, we keep winning. Yeah. Was she, she in Neighbours or something? She's in she, she's, Home and Away or something? Yeah, and she's in a, a movie recently too. Like, it's not, it's a limited series. Mm-hmm. I like how she has a really, like, um, obviously fake name. I think it's Camp. Portia de Rossi, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It, yeah, made up name. My real name is something really boring. What? <laughs> Would you have a fake name if you got famous? I kind of like... I wouldn't go by, like, Fuster? Thomas Fuster. I'd go, like, by Thomas Fitzroy or, like, Fitzroy Fuster. Fitzroy Fuster, that's cute. I feel like, like, stage name Fitzroy Fuster would be good. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would just go as Jordan. Jordan? Yeah. Jordan. Well, there's already, like... But there's a hundred Jordans. Yeah. You, mm. need, you need to stand out. True. Whereas I could go as Asia because that's not a real name. Maybe Danios. What's what that mean? So, my name in Greek is Yordani, and then... You, you like a nickname from that is Danios, and then like my that. mom used to call me that. So. That's a nice name. I like that one, yeah. Yeah. My my stage name, my alter ego, like my Roman, is Nikki Teen, and then my real name is just going to be Asia, I think. Well, like, Nikki Teen. Yeah, Nikki Teen. Well, that's pretty beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I like Nikki Teen. Because I'm like holding on to my, my Lolita vibes for the rest of my life until yeah. I die. <laughs> pretty much. You guys seen any recent like runways? Honestly, no, I have not been paying attention. Has anything interesting happened? I watched, I scrolled through Kiko's Kiko Resort 2022. Really good. Oh, I need it to was watch really that. good. They had these pants that also had like a flap overlay that was kind of a skirt, oh, which is kind of a sleigh. Sounds pain. really bad that I'm saying that out loud, but no, it, you know, uh, if I show you a photo. Even Kiko Women's is like super weird, but I, Kiko women's I like looking at it. I think like Asia it's boring. Like it. I think it's boring. It's I like, think Kiko Men's is good. It's like a lot of com- complex knit stuff that looks funny and fits funny, but yeah, a lot of famous people like it. Like Beyonce likes it, and like yeah, uh, Dua Lipa was wearing it. Dua Lipa, yeah, she she wears some nice things sometimes. She has the same pants as me. Dua Lipa has the Marine Sia pants that I have. Oh, is Marine Sia like still a thing? I feel like it's died. I don't know, but I need to buy that Marine top so I can sell it in a few years and like make some money. But it's already kind of dead. I know, but I feel like in like 20 years, people will be like, remember this thing? Because the trend cycles are so fast that I could resell it in like seven years. You're right, actually. Right? Because I was watching, oh not watching, on this Twitter thread where people, like some like millennials were complaining about zoomers like having no personalities and like having no aesthetic of their own or whatever which is like kind of true and then talking about how like uh, people our age like are super nostalgic for a time they've never experienced unlike every other time ever and like how we're the worst generation which is like an interesting read and it was mostly true but it just makes me realize how like fast the trend cycle is because the 2010s are coming back already and the 2010s only just finished like two years ago yeah which is a bit gross uh-huh. and horrifying but that's like, what happens when like Sheehan and fashion over uh, exist we were just watching one of charlie xcx's like first music videos from 2012 and like the looks of that people could wear those today yeah like honestly well people are bringing back like 2010s things like i don't know like the scene girl like tumblr's back exactly, again like yeah. like Tumblr aesthetic is back in a big way. And Tumblr- not even like early Tumblr aesthetic, like 2014. Yeah, Tumblr 2014 aesthetic. Tumblr aesthetic, like anorexia is hot again. Like the skinny girls is hot again. Yeah. Like no one wants to be thick anymore, which thank God. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Like. Nikki found dub. Yeah, it's just. It's it, a, it's Nikki a weird get her time. BBL re- re- reversed or something? Nikki? Yeah. I think so. I think a lot of those, like, a lot of the Kardashians have like smaller BBLs now than they did before. 
Good for or them. Like, Madonna's still pumping that baby full, but you know. Yeah, and <laughs> Madonna her face. Looks, oh. Madonna has the worst pillow face I've ever seen. Madonna looks like she's been stung by a thousand bees. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad. But Madonna. Surely you would just let it go and disappear. Like, I think you should just, like, dramatically exit from the public sphere once you reach a certain point of fame. <laughs> I feel like Madonna still has, like, one fantastic album left to know. <laughs> one, and then she dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's been in a downward spiral ever since 2008. She hasn't really released anything notably fantastic since, so... Yeah. Like, we have Bit Time Madonna, which is... Madonna. Fantastic, <laughs> but besides that... I'm a big fan of her um, song about, like, gun control. It's called God Control, and it's none of it makes sense, and it's pretty great. And the you music showed us the other day. It was yeah. quite shocking. The music video is like her in Pulse nightclub as it gets gunned down. Was that after Pulse? Or yeah. That's a bit insensitive. And it was like <laughs> cast members of RuPaul's Drag Race as like the the, uh, the background and, and Gigi Gorgeous. I love Gigi Gorgeous. She looks great in that video. I followed Gigi Gorgeous from like when I was a child till now, which is like well, really interesting to see. You're basically her best friend. Right. Yeah. Like back to the conversation we had like a few pods ago, she was definitely a day one for me. I was a YouTube follower of Gigi Gorgeous. Mm. Um, what is that the plastic surgery reviewer? No, that's Laurie Hill, but I was also a day one follower of Laurie Hill. Since her first, one of her first videos, and she did a Bella Hadid face reveal. Wow. Face analysis, which is really good. If any of you are interested in, like, facial aesthetics and plastic surgery, watch Laurie, Laurie Hill. Like, Laurie, L-O-R-R-Y. She slays. She's just, like, this, like, 40-year-old woman who has, like, kind of botched lips and, like, just, like, analyzes the faces of celebrities and tells <laughs> you, like, how much money you need to spend to look like them. Why would you trust what a botched bi- l- uh, lip bitch Because she at least has, like, had the experience of getting plastic surgery and she, like, knows a lot of people. Mm. What's her, like, background? How is she so informed? She's, she was a dental hygienist, like a dental assistant, and then she... Dental assistant to <laughs> plastic surgeon pipeline? <laughs> I don't know. I think she has a rich husband or something, and then... Because she's really into plastic surgery herself, and then she was really upset about, like, the plastic surgery stigma and all that stuff. So she started analysing celebrities' faces to, like, apparently give girls higher self-esteem. To be like, these people were born ugly, so don't worry. Yeah, I really don't understand the logic of her channel. No, I don't, like, I don't understand, like, the, like, the lib argument of, like, every celebrity should be honest with their plastic surgery. Like, no, they shouldn't. Laura's always like, I'm a huge proponent of plastic surgery. You can get it if you want. Also, here's why these bitches are ugly as hell. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really get, like, it seems like a lot of cognitive dissonance with it. (laughs) I like it. She's just having fun. (laughs) Her point is that, like. like, her hobby, I guess. Yeah, I think her point is mostly, like don't feel sad like girls will feel happier if they know that the hot girls faces were bought but yeah. i don't feel any better because i can't afford that so yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really make a huge difference to my life but the videos are good we need to put plastic surgery on medicare for real like at least lip fillers come on i know lip fillers are nothing it's hyaluronic acid that's in your face naturally i really see no problem with it what is like buckle fat removal? I hear buckle a little bit about that. Buckle fat removal is when you, the buckle fat is like it's like a pad of fat that's underneath your cheekbones, and that's what like Bella Hadid and Megan Fox they all got it removed, so they have like the hollow cheekbones, like a really gaunt, skinny face look. Maybe I should do that. I don't think so. No, you got a pretty like snatched face. Yeah, you got a pretty face. It 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 loses over time usually like. Well, I said that to my mom. I was like, Mom, I want to get my get rid of my face fat. And she's like, No, when you're old like me, you'll regret it. I'm like, why? She's like, oh, you look old if you have no face fat. Which I guess it's true. Yeah. 
We all switch a room. Yeah. My mum was also like 40 kilos and died, <laughs> so there's that too. Um, yeah. Have you consumed any media recently? Books, TV, movies? Uh, I've been so out of books recently just because I like had COVID like a week or two ago and I've still been really tired since and haven't really had the energy to sit down and read. I am reading um, Picnic at Hanging Rock though, which is yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, I've read that. I, I'm quite enjoying it, but I still have like 150 pages to go, so don't know when I'll get around to that. Picnic at Hanging Rock was, I was telling Tom, was my year 12 play and I played like the abusive French teacher who like abandons the kids and like lets them get lost in the wilderness i don't really remember what the play was about to be honest i read it in like year 12. there's not really much of an overarching plot line it's just these girls get lost and no one finds them yeah and there's like i don't really know they're pretty and they wear white dresses so what's the appeal of the book it's like a, it's like a mystery it's like yeah. haunting yeah. and like it's very pretty, supernatural yeah mm. like supernatural vibes they weird shit happens <laughs> it's like surreal yeah, yeah super nice. surreal oh that sounds really good it's yeah. really good yeah it's not Shout too long out. Shout out to Annalise. I think she was like the main girl and now Hanging Rock should do a really good job. Wow. It was a sleigh, to be honest. Um, have you consumed any media recently, Jordan? Um, I haven't completed anything. We watched like almost all of season one of Atlanta together recently. Oh yeah, I've never seen Atlanta um, before. Because Aisha hasn't seen it. And I think you liked it. It's really good. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> talking about like surreal things. It's like the comedy is like very multi-layered dry deadpan oh so it's like rick and morty yeah yeah and also that was a joke by the way <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't get that but um and it's but it's also quite surreal like kind of lynchian to yeah, use that it's to like use that buzzword my favorite episode this is not a spoiler in any way this is episode where it's just like mo- like the whole episode is just comprised of like super surreal like super american commercials like like satire and it was yeah. so good it was just so funny it was uh, just super weird in between uh like a tv interview of on like the local news network with the main uh character paperboy and he's getting he's being accused of uh being uh, transphobic because 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 of like what a song lyric and yeah. that, like some feminist liberal feminist comes on to talk talk with him and it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, this is a really funny episode. It's, it's honestly, it's like could stand alone as an episode. Yeah, yeah. One episode. Yeah, you don't need to. You watch. don't need to watch the whole thing. It's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. That it was but. so funny. I think you showed me that clip like a year ago. Yeah. And then I didn't realize what it was from, and then I watched it. There's a there's a transracial black guy too. Yeah, a transracial black guy like arguing with this guy about like trans rights. It was just so weird. And because he's very Ben Shapiro. No, but it's good. <laughs> like, it's really good. It's funny. It's, it's so funny. It's just a joke. Yeah. Um, I started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which Buffy's so rules. good. Have yeah. you not seen it before? No. It's such a slay. I, I mean, love they, um, Buffy. I've been watching the first three episodes so far, but it's okay. so good. It's so... I'd watch Buffy. It's so I'll nice. Watch it again. I'll watch it again. Yeah. I've seen we'll, it a lot. We'll watch it after this. I feel who's, like it's so good. Who's the... um? It's, it's, wasn't it done by that guy who was Joss like, Whedon yeah Joss Whedon didn't he get me too famous yeah famous sexual assault <laughs> Joss Whedon um, yeah yeah he did but you know he ate this up so who cares yeah mm. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar like I'm I a love huge it. fan it's um it's sort of Parents like if, um, it's sort of like if Riverdale was written by the guy who did Glee what's his name Ryan Murphy yeah it's like it's like if Ryan Murphy wrote Riverdale it's a very weird funny blend of like 
90s teen sitcom <laughs> with like comedy and also horror elements. Yeah. horror, like it's so good. Wow, well, it sounds really great. Spike yeah. is really hot, Angel's really hot, yeah. there's a lot of really hot people in there. Yeah, I totally like, watch it. Yeah, I watch it again. That TV show like probably shaped me into the human that I am today. <laughs> I don't know if that's for better or for worse. Definitely. But, like, <laughs> What's the show um, on Twitter that Charlie XCX talked about it was better, better than Buffy and people got mad? Is it I Charmed? Know. I think. Oh, Charmed. Charmed. I've never seen. I've, meant, I've been meaning to watch Charmed, but I just never got around to it. She's also wrong for that. Whatever it is. Is that also? Yeah. Is it, is that Charmed that has the, the famous person in it, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Um, no. the, the girl. What's her name? A successful TV oh, show. Oh, Who's she again? I know the name. But she's just like a famous. Isn't she a Broadway actress? She's not an old woman. She's oh. like you know this one. No. Oh, that one. Oh. She's just a girl. I don't know. Nah, I've heard that name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, We also watched that Ryan Murphy horror thing with Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah, Scream Queens. Yeah, it's we, so good. We watched episode one. And I, um, surprisingly fucking like. I have a DVD. The entire season is I so good. I said we should it's gonna that. be. Too. What do you mean surprisingly hilarious? I said we should watch this show, it's funny. And then you're like, I'm surprised it was funny. Like, I wouldn't have said it was funny if it wasn't funny. Anyway, um, yeah, that show was good. Um, uh, yeah, um, Ariana's a, a good actress. She ate that off. She's a really good actress. I think she's, yeah. She's know. like a billionaire though. Well, yeah, yeah she's, she's like Ariana Grande. Yeah. She has better things to be doing than the Scream Queens. She doesn't want to be hanging around with Leah Michelle. Like, <laughs> no, she doesn't want to be yeah. hanging around with or, the other one. Was the one Matthew. that dated the five sus guy, Abigail Breslin. Who the Do you fuck remember is that? that? No. She's like um, Chanel number whatever the fat one is, like the chubby face. Oh, yeah. She's the annoying one. Yeah. She wrote like, she dated the blonde guy, I think his name Luke Hemmings from Five Seconds of Summer. And then they broke up, but she wrote a really bad song with a really bad music video, like dragging him through the mud. It was like on Tumblr at the time. I've never heard it song in my life. It was insane. And then everyone was like, Abigail Breslin sucks. We love Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah, period. Yeah. And then that. Five Seconds of hits, I can't lie. Like Youngblood, that that, that song bangs. I don't remember any of their songs. Um, That was a song that they did as like a comeback like two years ago, and I didn't realize it was by them until like a month after it hit number one in Australia and I was like that's my five sauce what the fuck there's one five sauce music video that for some reason I remember they're on a roller coaster. I don't remember but that. I don't remember what the song what, is what was that big their big song that blew up there's something about American American Eagle jeans or American something honestly I kind of American Apparel American Apparel underwear that's what it was uh, American Eagle jeans because when you I say five remember. sauce like I can connect the faces but I can't connect the music no um, I can't even name one song but there was that great interview where they talked about how they were essentially starving when they were opening for like One Direction because they got paid absolutely nothing being an opener and they wow. had to like, so gross. like five dollars a day. Oh yeah, no! While touring with the biggest boy band in the world. That's hilarious. Um, They're like, you're getting paid in exposure. Yeah, basically. That's what it was. <laughs> Eat your exposure, boys. Um, I can't even remember. I'm looking up. Uh, five seconds of summer songs and none of the names like ring a bell at all. I oh, she know. looks so perfect. That's the I one. I don't know how that goes. I only know Young Blood. She looks honest. so perfect, standing. Is that them? My- yeah, that's one. American Apparel. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, no. that's what I meant. Oh, uh, how much they get paid for that? Um, I don't know, but there's also a really good song that says, "I wish I could wake up with amnesia." Something, 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 something. So like, I don't remember you or whatever. Do you remember that song? It's like their ballad, their first like big ballad. No. And it's called Amnesia, basically like saying they wish they woke up with amnesia so they don't have to remember their girlfriend. 
That's a good song. What about that 21 Pilot song where it's like, but my favorite music is your face? <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friend Zach, shout outs. We're not really friends anymore. <laughs> shout, out to, <laughs> shout out to my old friend Zach. Um, I would still be your friend if you're listening. We used to know the Twenty One Pilots handshake, and we used to do There's it. A 21 There's Pilots a Twenty One Pilots handshake. Yeah, from like a back now. Really? And like, oh, uh, I did not know that about me you. and my friend Zach and Shanae, The three of us are really good friends, and his dad was like uh, a teacher at our school, and like we'd always come to school early, like sitting on our iPads together, like scrolling Tumblr at the time. Those were the days. Because it was the same era of, like, Five Sus and, like, I'm so Charlie. sad I missed out on Tumblr. This sounds great. It's so good. There's so much, like, random drama and random, like, Tumblr people that just got into so much trouble. There's, like, I don't know. I don't know if you know who Acacia Brinley is. No. She was a really famous Tumblr girl. If you anyone remembers a photo, there's, like, if anyone knows who that is, her name was, like, uh, Acacia Cutie or something on Tumblr. And she, like, grew up and, like, has a whole life, and now she, like, abuses her baby on YouTube for clout. Like, it's so weird. These people turned out completely deranged, but I used to be obsessed with them when I was a kid. Yeah. Didn't the the iCarly reboot air today or something? Yeah. um, I saw Glam Demon tweet something about one of the drinks they made in the show, but I don't remember what the show was about. Did you ever watch iCarly, Tom? I love iCarly. iCarly iCarly's good. I had a huge crush on Spencer. I've seen almost every episode as well. I've seen every episode like a hundred times. Have you watched the the reboot? No, that's what I just... Is it good? Sorry, I I wasn't paying attention. No, it's (laughs) alright. I actually think it's pretty good. Yeah? Like, I would recommend. Is it on anything? I think it's on Paramount Plus. I don't have that. That's like, everything's on that and I I don't have it. I only have Paramount Plus because every single season of American Survivor is on it. So I have to have it. Because now I've gotten really into American Survivor. I can't. Which seasons have you watched? I'm starting from the start, so I've only finished the first two so far. You're watching oh. all of them? Yeah. You're a psycho. <laughs> what do you mean? Seven. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not binging them. I'm gonna watch them progressively at my own pace. Uh, uh, we just. Oh, that's enough. But like, there are some seasons that are just bad, though. Yeah. We but just I, I wonder Googled, all like, the cast members. Yeah, that's fair. Reddit Survivor top us. ten list or whatever. Yeah. We're just watching those. We watched the Pearl Island season. Apparently, seven. that one's really good. So good. It, it is beyond it's, like belief. The budget they have. Yes, and like it's so insane. Like. This is not really that much of a spoiler, honestly. They're like, Australian Survivor is like for babies, like compared to American Survivor. In that season of Survivor, they like drop them off. No, no, this is a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It's really not a spoiler. But I'm saying like the conditions, I won't say. The conditions are way worse than that of Australia. Like in Australia, you get fed every day. But that's like a special season on the US. Yeah, but like. Like, it's so, like, insane, like, what they put those people through. The conditions in, uh, I just finished the Australian Outback season, which is an American season, but it's set in the Australian Outback, and I'm Mm. currently watching the African season, and the conditions in those are so bad. In the Australian season, there's a girl that nearly dies of malnutrition. Her hair starts falling out. Oh, And they literally think she's going to die on the spot. Is it because they, like, they work under, like, American labor laws... So they can do worse like, things, crazy too. shit. Well, I don't they're think like they're legally allowed to not feed them. Like in Australia, they have to give them rice and beans every day, so they yeah. don't die. I think legally, and they give they them sunscreen. To. They give them sunscreen. They get um, apparently they get sunscreen that's also insect repellent. Yeah, and they get hand sanitizer or something like that. Yeah, but I think that's all you get. They so don't in like, the American. I really <laughs> no want to get. Um, they always get sick in the American season. I'm watching Survivor Africa right now, and they literally have to sleep in like an enclosed den so that animals don't kill them in the night. What? Because they're on a plane. That sounds great. Is it good? 
are so good mm. and like the water is awful it's like technically drinkable water but you have to boil it for five minutes and it's all like really muddy and groupy uh, but like technically drinkable mm. uh, another thing on that american survivor season like they make their shelter and then they they wake up in the middle of the night getting eaten alive by crabs oh <laughs> and um <laughs> in season two the australian outback there's an episode where a flood comes and destroys their entire shelter That's and washes away their rice and they don't have any rice for two days oh my god mm. God. And then they find it like across the creek stuck in a tree and they have to go and get it because they're like, fuck, we're so hungry. Damn. Season two is another one of those that's like listed. On the list, pretty yeah. High. It's we pretty should, good. We, should watch it. we haven't finished the current Australian Survivor season, even though oh, I'm awful. pretty sure I know who we should wins. Just, just watch based the on... last two episodes or something. Yeah, I'm pretty episode. sure I know who wins. And I'm pretty sure it's someone I don't want to win. Yeah, yeah, you, you would be correct. Yeah. If it's Mark or If it's Mark or wife. Sam, I fucking hate both of them. Yeah. Like, I wanted them both gone episode <laughs> one. And, and, like, every time... Because I can't be bothered watching all the episodes. Every time we go back, we skip, like, six episodes and they're still there. Yeah. It's just, like, so annoying. <laughs> like, the entire cast of the current Australian season is just so... Like, the, all of the guys are just incredibly misogynistic and it's really funny. I'm obsessed with Geordie. Yeah, no. Oh. He's, like, a, a church guy. Did Apparently you tell me that? No, someone told me that. Someone told me that. Yeah, because... That's you. Because... Uh, you told me that. Oh, I think maybe someone Sinead told me. Told me. That. Yeah. His, like, family's, like, completely, like, a cult or something. Yeah. Someone told me that. That's unsubstantiated if Geordie from Survivor's I, listening. I totally believe it. He's currently dating Sam Frost, that, like, anti yeah. influencer. I know. I'm obsessed with Sam Frost. Well, the, the one from the, like, The Bachelor, the Bachelor or something? Bachelor. Yeah. I think she was in. That's crazy. Yeah. Were, like, really, what the hell? It's, like, a, a whole class of people of the Channel They're 10. They're so perfect for each other because they're both incredibly irritating and I never want to see them again. Yeah. So, Geordie and Sam Frost. I thought it was, um, Sam Frost and was and that trainer guy, wasn't it? No, no, no. Not, it's, it's definitely Geordie because oh. I saw her on his Instagram story. Which one's Geordie, by the way? Geordie's the one that's, like, not, like, Jesse's brother, the blonde guy's. That guy? Well, yeah, the, the older one. Oh, the guy who's like, I'm the joke. Yeah, no, yeah. he's the one who's like, I'm, I'm the, the mastermind as well. Oh my god. I hate anyone that says they're the mastermind absolutely first on oh, my hit you, list. You can't watch the rest of the season because every single episode is Jordy saying, saying he's, he's the joker and then Mark saying that he's in the military and that he's also Batman and he's going to kill the joker. <laughs> <laughs> like, the amount of hand Batman and military references is so annoying. I'm so like, spoilers by the way for anyone that hasn't caught up to it. Well, I also haven't caught up. Whatever. Like, at least Khan's gone, so they can't say, like, Khan is king in Arabic. Oh my god, Khan is king in Arabic, so we have to kill the king. Yeah. (laughs) We have to commit some regicide. (laughs) Yeah, the the writers or the producers for the show this season really took it to the next level. Like, last season was crazy. I thought last season was real. I was more invested last season than I am this season. Yeah, but it's been better than that. Like, even the early Australian seasons are good. Yeah, last season I was really invested, because I really wanted George to win. Mm. George from Bankstown. Have you seen like, it yet? I haven't seen it yet. No, oh. I've watched any of the others. I, I DM'd him saying I loved you on Survivor, and he just responded thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. at least he replied. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's one of the guys that always says I'm the mastermind behind this. Like completely, oh, like, yeah, like but he's, he's a literal actually, political operative in real life. Like that's he's awesome. works for the Labour Party. Yeah. But he, that's such bad press for the Labour Party because he was like a, he was like actually a straight up cunt. It's like he was yeah. a snake. It, I loved it. The dudes rock. Yeah, he lied to everyone. Snitches and rats. Yeah, yeah for snitches real. and rats. Um, snitches. I don't know. By British rapper, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> no idea. Who dat? Um, <laughs> which Survivor challenge would you be really good at, and which one would you fail at instantly? I think it'd be fucking awful at all. Is it and nothing that you think like I? You'd be one of those guys like I'm good at puzzles, and then when you, it comes to the puzzle, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be 
definitely all for all the endurance challenges. Anyone we yeah. have to like outlast the pain. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'd be good at, really. I'd be good at the mall. Not the two my own whole life. Yeah, well, because you're like... Like... Can you apply to Survivor? Should I? Can no, because that's my dream. <laughs> like, you know how upset I'll be if you get on Survivor. <laughs> what have, I've been a fan longer than you, but... I know, but <laughs> have I don't think applied? Have either of you applied? Can you please apply? It's not open. I already checked. Oh, <laughs> They're open God. in like... I'm not going to apply during... Like, while I'm studying. I'm going to finish my studies first. Well, it's like... Maybe I'm get a job. When, uh, when yeah. Richard, the, the first winner ever, was invited to come back for the next season that he was on, he quit his PhD program to do it. What? Yeah. Hilarious. No, these people are psychos. The super fans are gone there, and then, like, they win because, like, they know, like... They study behavioral psychology and have watched the game all the time. Well, eighty yeah. percent of the super fans are like first outs because they suck balls. Yeah, well, there like, are like two super fans in the current American season that are so uniquely awful. One of them got voted out the first episode. Mm. The other one just got voted out this episode, and they were so bad at the game. They were like, "Yeah, I've watched every episode and all the plays." Well, the winner from last season of Australian Survivor, if I won't tell you who it is, but they said they were a huge. Survivor fan, but didn't reveal it till after. They were like actually, they like were actually like they had a Survivor themed birthday party and everything. Well, when are we doing that? Oh, uh, Survivor themed um, hot and heavy meetup. Like you guys have to do challenges to get to meet and greet us. <laughs> we, we should play one of those like Survivor Discord like simulated games. Oh, I don't know any of those, but it sounds fun. Yeah, I didn't know those were a thing until a few days ago, but apparently they're very big. Like a lot of people play them. Nice. If and someone knows the name of one of those games, DM it. So you, you just like chat with each other and say who you should vote something, out? Something like that. I haven't looked up much of them, but I know that they're huge and a lot of the like super fans that go on the show play them before. Um, I think I'd be yeah. pretty like okay at the like the social aspect of it, but like I don't think I'm smart enough to think that far. Like, because people are like, oh, we should split votes on this thing and like calculate the numbers. I don't have time for that. No. And I think I'd make a mistake. And like, Last season, there was this a bimbo woman who like accidentally wrote down the wrong name and ended up sending like the wrong person home. What? It was like a split vote, and she was like the deciding vote. And they're like, make sure you vote this person. And she, they had like the same first letter of their name, and she wrote the wrong name. No, down. How? <laughs> it was iconic. We, I love. Surely should have been on purpose. No, she's just stupid. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about Survivor for like ten minutes. But Survivor is good. Survivor is good. I would recommend everyone watches Survivor. I think it's the greatest show ever made. Just go watch the American ones. And if you want to watch the Australian ones, I would recommend last season six Mm. or season one and two. Um, I've never really watched Survivor until like the last year. And I am obsessed and I want to be on it real bad. But I think the host of the American one is a lot more interesting. Yeah, a lot more charismatic than the Australian guy. I kind of like Jonathan, to be honest. Yeah, no, Jonathan's cool. He's like a a representative of the average Australian dude. If I was doing the endurance challenge and Jonathan was like, Aisha's sweating now. She's really feeling it. I'd be like, fuck Jonathan. Like, I would punch you in the face. Aisha looks like like, she's slipping. She's (laughs) slipping. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I thought it was a voiceover. But it's live. Like the producers one hundred percent make them say that because Jeff does yeah, that too. Yeah, of course. Like it's just for drama as yeah, well. But like, awesome. I would be so angry, like in the moment. Because when one of them like fucks up because of what they say, it's like huge drama, and it's happened in America a few times where like they go and like attack Jeff. Yeah. Like, not attack him, but like scream at him. I mean, I would be mad too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's how Survivor ran, and we're at fifty-four minutes. Yeah, pretty good. That's pretty long. Kill it, the food's good. Where, where, where's our dinner? Yeah. It's around the corner. Oh, I'm so hungry. We ordered um, from Saigon Mama in Carnegie, which is really good. Shout out to Sinead for introducing us to that restaurant. 
I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm so hungry, so I'm going to leave. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thank you for joining us. Later.